Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everybody. This is the 34th episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teen Podcasts. And before we get started, I wanted to remind you that Dial Down the Drama is going on the road and will be in San Antonio on March 22nd and 23rd in that evening and the next morning. Uh, if you San Antonio people are interested, you can go to cecsa.org slash parenting and find out more about it. I would love to meet y'all. So today we are going to talk about moms and strong-willed daughters. And this all started because some a friend of mine sent me a post that said this, Check on your friends with strong-willed daughters. We are not okay. Well, this made me laugh because I do understand the truth of this statement. But what really got my attention was that it got 13,000 shares. So this obviously has hit a nerve for moms. In this episode, we are going to talk about parenting strong-willed teen daughters. As many of you know, I started writing my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, when my daughter was 15 and finished when she was 19 years old. And I thought I was crazy writing a book on teenagers when I was in the middle of it. It was much easier speaking about teens at therapy conferences when I didn't have one. So during these key teenage years, I was not only writing my book, but much of the time I was living my book. And here's a big secret. You don't write a book like Dial Down the Drama when you have a quiet, submissive daughter. In this episode, I talk about what is a strong-willed daughter and what it's not. We will look at why it's hard, and I will give you tips on how to avoid drama with your strong-willed daughter. And finally, we will explore what's good about strong-willed daughters and why this is actually what we really want, especially in this culture. First, I want to say, if you have a strong-willed daughter, you haven't done anything wrong. You're not a failure. In fact, I bet you're doing something right. So what do you think of when you think of a strong-willed child or teen? Well, you probably think of a teen who's pushy, stubborn, argues, gets angry, impatient. They talk back, won't take no for an answer, and they make your life miserable. And they take so much energy, and you think, why won't she do what I say? I wouldn't have talked to my mother that way. A strong-willed teen, let's face it, is inconvenient to us. We don't have the time and energy for this. We hope for that passive, easygoing, do whatever we ask, gets her homework done when we say, won't test the boundaries, would hate to hurt our feelings, kid. I've seen many moms in my private practice tell me, my first daughter was easy, but this second daughter, it's a whole new game. So why is that? I mean, it's the same mom parenting the same way, 
So why are the kids so different? Any of you moms with multiple kids know what I'm talking about. And those moms who come in and talk to me are really baffled at why their teens are so different. Simply said, teens have different temperaments. All right, so let's think about that strong-willed teen. Think of her like a coin. There are two sides of the coin. One side is the positive characteristics, and the other side are the negative characteristics. Carl Jung would describe it this way. On the other side of a positive attribute is the shadow side or the dark side. In this episode, you're going to see that a strong-willed daughter or teen is really what you want. This gives her many positive characteristics that will make her a powerful force for good in this world. But then we will talk about the dark side and how that needs to be reined in. See, the goal isn't about making our daughters passive and subdued. That actually would would put her in danger. That overly nice girl is the one who denies her needs, has shut down her own inner guidance system, and doubts her values, thoughts, and becomes very dependent. This puts her at risk for peer pressure or being abused. If our daughters only do what we say and haven't internalized their own values and boundaries, they will not be able to stand up for themselves, motivate themselves, or defend themselves. I remember a girl who had a well-meaning but overbearing father that would grill the boys who would take her out and would say in front of her and the boyfriend, if you touch my daughter's breasts, I will hurt you. And he wasn't joking. It's admirable that the dad wanted to protect her. The problem is that the daughter never learned how to protect herself. Her first year in college, she went from obeying her father to obeying the boy who wanted to have sex with her. And the conflict between the father and the boyfriend led this girl to get really depressed, and she developed a horrible eating disorder and had to come home. See, a strong-willed daughter is strong. And according to the dictionary, means having great physical, moral, and intellectual power and will used to express desire, choice, willingness, consent, or negative constructions, refusal. See, that's awesome. Isn't that what we want for our daughters, to have great physical, moral, and intellectual power with the ability to express desire, choice, willingness, consent, and refusal? Or let's say it this way, that she has the ability to say no and set a boundary. These are the girls who can rise from the ashes. They have a strong sense of what's right and wrong. They question the status quo. They fight for what is right. They fight for the underdog. They have grit and determination. They are self-motivated. They have self-efficacy. And they can take a stand against the crowd when that goes against their values. They are leaders. They think outside the box or the crowd. They have the faith to believe that they can change the world. They are not naive, and they can learn how to use their anger well. They are courageous. They step out of their comfort zones. They push through. I've seen this with my daughter, who just turned 23. Her life has not been easy. She had childhood trauma with her father. 
She wanted to be a professional dancer and was in a high school for performing arts. And in her junior year, had knee injuries and a back injury and had to pull out. A few years later, she was about to finish a program for massage therapy and had to have another major surgery on her back and couldn't finish the program. She's had her heart broken several times. And then two years after that, she went back and finished her massage program. Then she became certified as a yoga instructor and is now studying holistic medicine and is moving across the country because she landed a dream job in L.A. I have so much respect for my daughter. She has so much courage, grit, faith to keep getting back up and moving forward despite all the adversity she's gone through. This is the beauty of a strong-willed child. But then there's the other side. The shadow side of the strong-willed child, it's hard and draining, definitely hard to parent. It is well worth the benefits, but moms, all of you who are in the trenches now with that dark side of the strong-willed child, I want to encourage you and give you tools that will help you now. And I know this is exhausting firsthand. Again, you don't want to ever squelch the spirit or soul of your strong-willed child, but you need to parent and redirect that dark side. So number one, the dark side of the strong-willed child is they take a one-up position. So what is a one-up position? Well, they see themselves as above you. They see themselves as smarter or cooler, and you may call this entitled. They feel you owe them, that you are their personal assistant. And because they really think this way, they think they're always right. Because of that, they think they have the right to question you. Okay, actually, it's stronger than that. They think they have the right to interrogate you. They try to treat you like you're the child. They can belittle and disrespect you. They can say things like, what do you know, mom, in the most snarky of ways. They can be mean. Well, all you do is stay at home. No wonder dad found someone else. And many are trying out their inner bully. They may have been bullied at school and think this is the way you talk to everybody. So one of the most helpful things I've ever heard is that a one-up position is really bad self-esteem. Most of the time we think of poor self-esteem as a one-down position, and we want to extend our hand to lift someone up. The person who is one-down feels shame and needs to be lifted for more confidence and self-esteem. Someone who takes a one-up position needs to be pulled down. So they say they are on the same level as the human race. You treat the one-up teen very differently than the one-down teen. I had a mom come into therapy and felt that her two daughters were ganging up on her, and, and they were. They were mean to her, and it was hurting mom's feelings. And she shared this with her daughters, how that made her feel, that they hurt her feelings. Unfortunately, Someone who takes this one-up position sees that as weakness. Empathy, which is what mom was trying to get her daughters to see, does not motivate 
the dark side of the strong-willed child. What she needs is for you to meet her with a solid strength which comes from your clarity. It's not about you losing it. It's not about force. That's a trap and really a very disempowering position. It's not about you yelling louder than her or empty threats. It's about you staying grounded and setting a boundary with her like, I'm really clear that if you keep pushing me, the answer is no, and I am done with this conversation. It's naming belittling language like when you say, Mom, you are so weird. The conversation is over and the answer is no. You can be calm and be strong. The approach that works here is telling her when you yell or say belittling things to me, it's not going to work for you. I had a 16-year-old girl with long, flaming red hair. She was about six feet tall. And in a session with her mom, she sat on the top, top of the sofa, looking down at her five-foot-five mom. She was angry and sobbing and throwing Kleenex all over my office, saying about 500 F-bombs to her conservative, quiet mother. At the end of her tirade, she demanded that her mom give her the keys to the car. Thankfully, mom said no. Afterwards, and I was meeting with the daughter, I said, did you really think that your mom would say yes? And she kind of laughed. I simply said, 500 F-bombs is a guaranteed no from your mom. It's not going to work for you. When you calmly and clearly set your boundary, you maintain your authority, your power, and your daughter is dethroned. Two, the dark side of the strong-willed child is they want their way. Strong-willed daughters want their way and are demanding, and when they don't get their way, they are quick to go into the stress response. And their favorite reaction is fight mode. What I mean by stress response is that they go offline from the higher brain, their sympathetic nervous system is activated, and they are loaded for bear. Okay, can you tell I'm from Texas? All right, so strong-willed girls... When they're in stress response, they don't tend to freeze up or take flight. They actually like to fight. They like drama. Now, all teens spend the majority of their time, because of where they are in their brain development, in that lower reactive brain. But you can really see this with strong-willed girls. They are quick to get emotionally flooded and tend to have poor impulse control. I know that sounds really academic, so let me bring it on home. Their determination and grit go to the dark side. They tend to blurt out things without thinking. They want to be one up, and they want to bring you down. They keep arguing. Their voices raise. They get out of control. They aren't going to take no. So if you jump in the fight mode with them, in other words, if you get in your own stress response, then you have lost the battle. If you get tempted to use force, yell louder, label her, go mean, or threaten, in other words, if you get triggered and play by her bully rules, then the drama will just keep escalating. When you use force, 
you are parenting from a powerless position. The neuroscience tells us that if either of you are emotionally flooded, you can't solve anything because you are offline from every part of the brain that you need to solve a problem. This is where you need to take a break and get clear and calm down. And you want to wait till she calms down. You win this battle through your clarity and strategy. And you need some time to do this, to sort all that's been thrown at you, to figure out where you got triggered. What's, what's your stuff here? You can talk to your friends, go to a yoga class, talk to your husband. Remember, you are the one who has the true power here. You decide when it's the right time. All right, number three. Another dark side of a strong-willed girl is that they are all armored up. They tend to show anger, but hide their more vulnerable emotions because they don't want to appear weak. In psychology, they call anger a secondary emotion because there was a softer emotion that came first and then triggered the secondary emotion of anger. See, as parents, we only see the tip of the iceberg. We don't see everything underneath the surface. We don't know what happened at school. So if your daughter felt rejected by a friend in school or blown off by a boyfriend or feels shame that she was the only one who bombed a chemistry test, the primary emotion is shame, rejection, hurt, fear. These are more vulnerable emotions, and that doesn't feel good to her. So by the time she comes home, she snaps at you or a little brother or the dog and fires out something really mean. And these girls can get pretty defensive. It's hard to admit that they were feeling vulnerable. But it's so important that they become aware of that part of them and that they can welcome that part. This is the part that will teach them about empathy and compassion. You can't ask these girls directly, are you being so mean because you are so sad about your boyfriend? Because they will deny it. What you want is that they start to trust you and start to spontaneously tell you stories and that you listen without giving too much advice. When they are telling stories, they tend to be less defensive and you have an opportunity to kind of jump in there, help them name that experience and normalize it. Like, that would hurt if my best friend left me and went to another table at lunch or wouldn't return my texts. Recognizing those more vulnerable places in herself helps her become more compassionate to others. Okay, number four, the dark side of the strong-willed girl is that they can take on too much. They can overestimate their ability to get things done. They expect to be the best, to one-up their peers, but then they find out they are not the best in band and dance and soccer or academics. And actually, this is good for them. They can take on too many activities, positions of leadership. They can take on too many people's problems. They're the ones that everyone leans on. And what you see is that your daughter is getting more and more stressed and overwhelmed. She's way over her head, and she is a pressure cooker just waiting to blow. And what can make this even more difficult is that these girls feel like they should be the best, that they should be able to handle everything, that they don't need help. And if they ask for help, they see that as a sign of weakness. If they are not the best, 
often they want to quit because they can't handle how that makes them feel less than. Some of these experiences that they are not the best are useful to help soften that strong-willed girl's ego. They learn that dominating everyone in your class is really not the goal and does not build good, secure friendships. A beautiful seventh grade girl who was the best dancer in her dance studio tended to one-up all her friends at school, and she did this on social media. She was shocked when eight of her friends confronted her in the bathroom and just let her have it. When talking to her in therapy, she really was not aware of the golden rule that you want to treat others as you want to be treated. She really thought that if she was the queen bee, she would be loved and worshipped by everyone. And this is actually a very familiar thing in this culture. These girls need to learn about limits and self-care and how to receive help. What's really helpful for these girls, since many of them are overachievers and put a lot of pressure on themselves, is that they have daily exercise, especially 20 to 30 minutes of cardio a day. Scientists say that 20 to 30 minutes of cardio gets rid of the excess cortisol and adrenaline for 24 hours. That excess of cortisol and adrenaline is what makes these girls super edgy. You will see a huge difference in your daughter's mood when she exercises consistently. This also helps her focus while she's trying to study or do her homework. Okay, some final tips. These strong-willed girls still want to have fun. In other words, these girls would like to have fun with you. What they don't want is to have you be that 24-7 monitor. They don't want you telling her what to do or trying to control her. Now, if they have found their own way to study and are successful, then that's great. If they're successful at organizing their things and academics, you really can back off. If their independence is working for them, that's what you want. You can be helpful to your daughter by helping her relax, by being more playful and lighthearted. Play and fun, downtime, is often what these girls need. Show them your fun side, smile, watch videos, play with a dog or cat, go to Starbucks, just chill out. Sometimes these quick activities are way more helpful than the all-day shopping spree, which actually causes a lot more stress. So these simple daily positive distractions that you share together create these good feelings and positive shared experiences. And this is what you want to do that on a daily basis with this strong-willed daughter. You really can have positive experiences with your strong-willed daughter, but it's just not going to be 24-7. But these little positive experiences really help when it is hard. You want to validate and encourage them when you can. These girls like to be listened to as they're trying to process their opinions, their thoughts, their experiences. Now, it may seem like they're just spouting off, but they are looking to you as a mirror. They are not as confident as they seem. Validate her opinions, and you know you don't have to throw yours in. Just listen. Tell her that she makes sense if she does. Take her side when you can. 
Listening and validating her helps her trust you. And then she's way more open to your feedback. Then you can help her see her blind spots. You can also redirect her fire. I remember when my daughter was crushed after a breakup. She was really hurting. And I reminded her of her strength and that fire inside of her. I said, take all that fire, use it for good. And you know that that best revenge is a well-lived life. When my daughter remembered who she was, her fire and strength helped her rise up. We don't want to quench our daughter's fire. We want to redirect it so that she can use it in positive ways. This means she can take leadership positions. She can volunteer, go on mission trips. You want to plant a seed that she can make a positive difference in the world. I think the most exciting part of being a mom is seeing your daughter's life unfold before you. And this means that we aren't controlling her, that she's not just becoming a mini-me. She has her own unique spirit and soul that is so much bigger than you can imagine. We don't want to hinder that in any way, but we can help by bringing awareness to her dark side. That dark side, as you know, is full of pitfalls. It doesn't lead to a healthy life. We are teaching her important life lessons so that she can soar and be everything that she was created to be. Life is hard. The strong-willed girls, with their strength, will, determination, and grit, will allow them to rise above adversity They are the ones who can change the world and shine brightly. Hey, everybody. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. I have some other great resources for you. You can head over to ColleenOGrady.com. That has two L's and two E's. You can sign up for my Dial Down the Drama triple pack. It's absolutely free. You get a copy of my free ebook, Seven Ways to Help Your Daughter and Yourself, a free chapter from my best selling and award winning book, Dial Down the Drama Reducing Conflict and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, a Guide for Mothers Everywhere. And you get a free subscription to my weekly easing. I always have a helpful article for you. If you're ready to pick up your copy of Dial Down the Drama, you can find it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. For daily encouragement, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Colleen O'Grady, Dial Down the Drama. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.